Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with the new set of tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will be shipped fast and free to you or to one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card. Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. I am Chris Broussard. He is Martin Weiss, and we are The Odd Couple live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. They've got an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free roll, hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. At the bottom of this hour, we got Brian Hoke, Yankees reporter for MLB.com and author of 62, Aaron Judge, the New York Yankees, and the Pursuit of Greatness. That'll be out in July, July 11th to be exact. So we'll talk to him about that and the historic night last night that we saw on the mound. So stay tuned for that. Uh, But let's go back to the NBA for the time being. And we just finished off, Martin, talking about the Phoenix Suns and uh, what their team could look like and how good they could be this upcoming season. And they're not done. Or at least they're giving that perception off. We know they have to add some uh, uh, average players, I but they're they're, they're still talking right. to big boys. Um, and one of them being Kyrie Irving, the free agent. Chris Haynes, friends of the show, reported today that they are going to meet with Kyrie. Um, this to me is Kyrie Irving trying to drum up a market that really doesn't exist for him, and the Phoenix Suns saying we'll play along. You know, we we don't mind messing with the Mavericks a little bit. We don't mind. Look, the perception, we'll put it out there that 
We helping a brother out. We player friendly. Right. If you want to go to a franchise that understands the player, that's us. So I think that's really all this is because barring a sign and trade, they have no way to get Kyrie Irving other than offering him like the veterans minimum of a couple million dollars. So come on, he needs loot. I mean, he don't need it, but you know, he's lost a lot of money over the years. So he wants loot and rightly so. So this is to me a much ado about nothing. Martin, do you think this is in any way, shape or form real? No, I don't. But you know, if you had asked me, you know, three days ago or, or what, two or two weeks ago. Before they that, got Bill? Yeah, I would have been like, no, there's no way they could do that. The second apron is going to be too, you know, uh, restrictive and the hard cap and all this. And part of me just is wondering now. That's why I was asking Eddie about the, the new owner syndrome, right? You saw uh, Joe Sy by the Nets, and all of a sudden they're making big-time moves. KD's on the move. Kyrie's on the move. Now we see Matt Ishbia buying the Suns. They're making big-time moves. Part of me wonders if he's just going to pay the tax, right? Like, well, we but talk still, about these taxes how you, get, as, you still can't get Kyrie. You don't have you have to do a sign and trade, so you would be giving up as much salary as you'd be taking in. I hear you. I just – I'd say it's not like plus, they can add him, you know what I mean, to a and become a big five. If no, you will. I get what you're saying, but then also too with uh, you know, I, I know that you are a big fan of DeAndre Ayton, but he has those some of those moments similar to like James Harden we were talking about last hour when his Absolutely. shortcomings are so loud. Like there's, I'll never forget watching in the East in the uh, second round of the Western Conference this year that that one where Jokic had eight rebounds on one play and DeAndre Ayton is standing in all out of bounds and it's just like, come right. on, bro, you got. To get into the fight, you got to get out there and at least try. Come on, where's your where's your heart? Where's your effort? But right. so it was some of that I think it plays in. But but hold point, on, so let's stay there for a minute because I look, I, I I understand Andre DeAndre Ayton's limitations. What I'm saying is, bruh's a fourth option. Sure, you know, like Andrew Wiggins wasn't great as a number one or number two option in Minnesota. When he became that third scoring option, but fourth best player in Golden State, dude was nice. Andre Iguodala, let's not forget when he was the number one option in Philly. I mean, they were okay. Sure. But when he went to Golden State and he was like a role player, oh, he he was great. And so I think Aiton, if his mind is right, and that's an if, then he can be right. But let me throw this out at you. Since you brought Aiden up, like, like I'm a big fan, but you not. Are you telling me that you would think about? Heck, you might just say I'd outright do it, Chris. Trade DeAndre Aiden for Kyrie Irving because you could do that. Well, I, I think the Mavericks would want to do it. It'd be good for the Mavericks if I'm in the business of trying to win postseason games. I'm not trading for Kyrie Irving at all because I don't know if he's going to be there. And the thing that we have seen in the last few years is continuity wins. 
Cotton, as soon as we saw that Denver got their players back, what happened? And you saw it. They were together. They walked through the playoffs. Continuity is what ends up winning. You look at the Golden State Warriors through the last few years with them, and then you look at what LeBron and what he had going on. They kept the pieces together. More often than not, added a Wiggins, sure. But you know what I'm saying? Added a Bruce right. Brown in Denver, the sure. Was there. But the core is right there. So that's I – mean, I look at Kyrie, man – I mean, I this is one of those to me. I feel like I'm maybe the rest of the world sees something different than I don't because he's phenomenal when he's there. He's absolutely great, but when he is not, it's just how evident how important he is to your team. Chris, you're on a daily TV show. If you showed up, you got you got to be on TV like 300 days out the year, right? Something like that. Right. If you only show up 175 days out of 300, <laughs> even if you are the best of all time, it doesn't matter because we don't know if you're going to be there or not. Absolutely. So that's where it's like, I no, man, I can't trade for Kyrie. Like, you wanted me to move on. Like, I, no chance. I'm moving on. I think on for everybody Kyrie. agrees with you, and that's why there's no market for him. Yeah, so this the, dude, I think I I don't know if you agree with me or not. Hall of Famer, yeah, one of the baddest individual players of this era. Oh yeah, hit one of the greatest shots in NBA history, and I think Martin will go down as an icon. Like players love him because no he's so skilled and great. I think he's the best ball handler in the history of the league, and I think twenty years from now, people will remember man. That dude, Kyrie, was nasty. No, that's and so I, I, but you're right. I, I'm with you. If I'm Dallas, I might, I would give him two years probably just to be nice. But I really only want to guarantee him one year. And then the team, and let's see how it goes from there. And I get that you have to make Kyrie happy. So at least he's in a good frame of mind. And I understand that. But. What's he going to do? Take the veterans minimum of $2 million or so or $3 million or whatever to go play in Phoenix? Take that to go play somewhere else? Like, I, they have the leverage. And again, I don't, I'm not saying I definitely wouldn't give him two. But Martin, to me, Kyrie got to prove it to me that he's going to stay healthy, that he's going to stay distraction-free, that he's going to show up when he's healthy, and that we can win with him. Because remember, they went 5-11 and 11 with him last year. That's my thing. If I'm Dallas, I, I'm probably in the year. I'm probably in the business to give it in two years, if nothing else, because, hey, I know I got a generational guy in Luka. We got to pair him with something. We got to make something work. And like you said, 5-11 and 11 in the 16 games that they played together, but Kyrie did lead in fourth quarter scoring when he was there. I can make it make sense in Dallas, especially because we've already traded. Maybe I don't mind throwing a little bad money after good, right? We already made this deal. This is our bed. We might as well just try to, uh, you know, maybe get a better comforter than trying right. to get a new mattress and bed frame, right? But if I'm somebody else, like if I'm looking, if I'm Phoenix and I want to move on from DeAndre Ayton, I'm not looking at Kyrie for it. I need no. bodies. I need defense. Right. Like I need like, and then just look at the history, Chris. I remember sitting across from you at Founders Bar on Pico Boulevard many, many years ago, <laughs> 2017, I think. And Kyrie got hurt when he was a member of the Celtics. And you were like, they're done. And I said, Terry Rozier is not a bad guy. He'll be able to fill in for about 30 or so games. And sure enough, that team – 
That team reached a level of success that, you know, probably conference finals. Would have been the same, right? If you had Kyrie was there. Well, and then when he came back the next season, they went out in the second round. Exactly. It goes boom, right? And then you see what happened in Brooklyn, and then you see what happened in Dallas. At this point, I gotta look at the prior relationships that they have that that this guy's been in with his teams and say this may not be the best interest. Like, I don't think it's a great move to win just based off the history of the last five years since no, LeBron. I absolutely agree with you. Uh, and like I said, I think Phoenix is doing him a favor. And um, and that's another reason, like, Ky- look, Kyrie could make more money. If he just comes out, If even if he's offered a one- or two-year deal, it'll probably be two years. They might give him three. I'm not saying they definitely won't give him three. I wouldn't give him three. Because if it goes bad, like, even if he's a good soldier, but y'all just still losing, it's clear he and Luka, Luka aren't a fit. I'm stuck with him. Because I got three years of him, guaranteed. And on top of being stuck with him, because it's going to be hard to trade him, now Luka might be upset. I'm about to say, that's that's the benefit right there. Because if they are a bad team and he is a good soldier, maybe the two, three years, I mean, I, like I said, I'd lock him in for two, if possible, with, with a decent number. I'm not trying to disrespect the no, guy, I would right? max him. I would max right. him for whatever years I give him. I yeah, would max. Yeah, that's what's so. Okay, so there you go. But like, not but, for four years. But, but I'm yeah, saying, I if I give him four, one year, it's max. Two yeah. years is max. So I can't. I can't. So at two years, right there, I'm good with it. But at three, if your scenario plays out, maybe the trade value does go up because players if, around the league. If he's a good soldier, that's what I'm saying. He's got to be a good soldier first. So if you're it's not afraid year. of that, then go ahead and lock him in. I just think that if you think that Kyrie Irving is going to be there punching the clock from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. five days a week, 52 out the year, you got another thing coming. You know, like that's best of luck to you, pal. I got an island in Manhattan. I can sell you. you know, it's like it's just not happening. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, and that look, it, it, but he's got to show that, and that's why I'm not sure that the one year deal is as disastrous as people. Some people think because in a one year deal, some are saying, "Well, he's going to be upset. He'll he'll fake an injury. He he won't show up for half the time. He won't play well." What 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 then what kind of deals he gonna get the year after? Look. With anybody. Here's the thing. If if he's if he's put in that situation, he is he has no choice but to go out and play well like, and be a good on his best behavior. If you're telling me that you sign him to a one year contract and, and we do all these different words and dance around it, but let's be honest, if he did that, he'd be unprofessional. Right, so if you're gonna go ahead and assign you to a contract, and then you're gonna be unprofessional about it. Well, no matter how you go about it, fake an injury or you know go to your sister's birthday party or you know whatever, is you just gonna be unprofessional about it? Then yeah, then I'm perfectly good signing you up for one year because now I can get out. You know, that's can, my point. Yeah, so if it goes bad, I can get out. If it goes good, we'll gladly sign you, you know, for a longer deal than the following summer. That's why I think two years is a sweet spot for Dallas. I wouldn't be if I'm if I'm Phoenix looking at what I just put together with this no. you know, big three. Hell no. no. Hell and, and, no. and I also I don't even know if this would be possible. Well, he, no, he's got a no trade clause. But let's say if it were possible to trade Kyrie for Bradley Beal, I wouldn't do that either. 
No. I wouldn't do that. Like, be because, you know, there was talk before the Beal trade of maybe Kyrie and Phoenix, which I would have been open to. Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, DeAndre Ayton. But I'd rather have Beal because at least I know he's going to be professional and I'm not going to have any problems with him, you know, as far as off the court. I mean, what did he say today? I'm here to chase the ring. I'm, yep. I mean, he's making no no qualms about it, no aims about it, no yep. like, hey, we'll see what happens if it goes in. No, he's locked in. He's singularly locked in on the goal of trying to win a title. And I can't – I mean, shoot. When's the last time Kyrie was singularly locked in on winning a title? 2016? 2015? Yes. 2016. <laughs> when they did it. When they did All right. Uh, it's the Odd Couple. Chris Broussard, Martin Weiss, 877 877- 99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Your turn to weigh in. What do you think about Kyrie talking with the Phoenix Suns? Do you think the Suns should try their best to sign him? Do you like Kyrie in Phoenix as a big four or big? They're not doing a big five. As a big four. Your thoughts is Chris and Martin, the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with the three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. All right, we're live from the TireRack.com studios, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. 877-99 on Fox. Your turn to weigh in. Kyrie Irving to the Suns? Your thoughts? Let's go to Sean in Sacramento. You're on the Yacht Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Yo, my uncle from another mother and the best copy editor at MLBbro.com. How y'all living? What up, man? Hey, man. Hey, Chris, do you smell that? It smells like respect. Is you is you letting Martin talk today? Is he getting a little <laughs> bit of this one-two in today? He putting the Vaseline up? He bringing the torch to you, Uncle? What's going on? I don't even know what you just said. Hey, bring <laughs> Vaseline up the torch to me. What? <laughs> all, all the, the the main purpose was he's he glad to hear about. my voice. That's what it was, Chris. That, that that's the main point there. Hey, my take on this, man, is Marty hit the nail on the head. Why would anybody continue to support Kyrie and enable this dude to take over your team, play one-third of the games every season, whether it be by injury or by protest or just sick day, when this guy has never earned any bit of it since the last time he won the title? They need to teach him a lesson, and he needs to take that bet minimum somewhere and earn his keep. Nah, that's real. Look, and that's what Eddie House was saying. Like, look, I haven't looked through the whole collective bargaining agreement. I mean, the thing is – what, 400 some pages long? 600 pages long? Yeah, crazy. But they got hammered. From what I'm hearing, I've covered these. They got hammered. And this type of stuff is a big part of it, Martin. Yeah. I mean, really, it's the, the demanding trades when you got two years left on your deal. And, you know, just skipping, you know, games, sitting out, low management. I know that's a lot on the teams. But it players, some players like it. Um, and then, you know, Kyrie taking weeks off at a time, a couple of times. Not not all the time, but just junk like this, man. I Eddie's right. If I run a if I run a business, Martin, oh, I'm running a tight ship. And if you're not gonna show up, I mean, I, I come on, like it. you said, I gotta be at first things first every day. I gotta be here every day. There's definitely, unless your excuse, I mean, unless your absence is excused, right? In which case, like, we can work around that. People get sick time, right? You're allowed to get hurt. Get vacation. Right. right. (laughs) But the whole point in professional sports, the vacation's built in. It's called the offseason. Thank you. Uh, uh, You getting dudes getting three, four months in the offseason. That's like, what type of job gets that? Do we get that? No, it would be like a professor, a college professor saying, you know what? I'm just not going to work this December and January. Great. No, point. The whole point is you don't work in August. That's <laughs> right. the whole point. Keith in Alabama, you're on the odd couple. What you got? Um, first off, Kyrie is on the same list. I don't know if you recall from last week that I put Zion on, which is a player who might not play for reasons other than injury. He's just unreliable. So right. I wouldn't be making any moves to pick him up, and I think the Mavericks made a big mistake doing it last year. So, um, if you're the Mavericks, would you offer him anything, or would you just let him go? I, I might let him go, or I might offer him, like, maybe two-thirds of a max for the first year. I don't know if you could do this, but could you do a, a one-year with a player option and then a team option for the third year? I might give him something like that just to see if he wants if he wants to do it. Um, but uh, you, could do, you could do that. I mean, you could do a one-year one with a player option for the second is basically 
guaranteeing him two years. And then it's the team's option for a third. So, yeah, if Kyrie can get that, I mean, look, they may do that anyway. That that could be what it ends up looking like. Right. But I don't want to guarantee him anything more than two years. I know this. And, and I, I really don't want to guarantee him more than one. I was honest. about to say, if I'm going to be on the hook for longer than 24 months, then I'm going to need a team option on the end of that one, not a player option. <laughs> like, realistically. Well, he said player option for the second team option for the third. I just I know, I'm just saying if it, 24 months is about as long as I got in this thing because <laughs> otherwise, no cuz seriously, we talk about you know, I, but Giannis that's been a long time, Martin. I'm, like but, if it goes bad the first year, now I got to deal with it for another year. Now Luka, I I'm make, making Luka even angrier and I'm not saying Luka's the perfect player, he's not. Right. But still, things were going pretty good with Luka before we brought Kyrie in there. I mean, yeah, especially when you get to the postseason, considering some of those Western Conference runs yep. that they had. Let's get one more in real quick. Mark in Sacramento, you're on the odd couple. How are you guys doing today? What's up, man? Mark, what's going on, gentlemen? <laughs> hey, hey, Chris, I have to tell you real quick. Um, that last week when you, I was watching you when you got the news that Chris Paul got traded to the Warriors, and your expression on your face, man, I laughed for five minutes. Five <laughs> minutes. I don't know if you saw yourself. Nah, I, pre- I did your see face. it, and that was straight. That was that was no acting. That was like no, that was real. Straight, yes, yeah, spur the moment, no, real. It was shock. It was yes. shock. I was like, that wait, was what? <laughs> but anyway, uh, real quick on this. Uh, first of all, I always say Kyrie has already shown us who he is the first time. I ain't taking that chance. I agree with you and Eddie House. Uh, he has to prove it. He lost all goodwill, credibility, and all the things he's done. He's lost it. Yeah. So, so yeah. no team's going. He's lost all that, so he doesn't have that kind of bargaining power. And like you said, the new collective bargaining agreement, they're stopping some of this stuff. Yep. Maybe be part of it because of him. Yeah. No yeah. doubt. No doubt. No doubt. So You guys have a good one. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with the three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. 
Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Martin Weiss in for Rob Parker. And at the end of your first year, Discover Credit Cards automatically doubles all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned is doubled. Seriously, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Our next guest is a Yankees reporter for MLB.com. Also has a new book coming out July 11th. Mark the date. It is called 62. Aaron Judge, the New York Yankees, and the pursuit of greatness. We welcome in Brian Hoke. Brian, welcome to the Odd Couple. Thank you. Quite an intro. I appreciate that. Good to be on with you guys. (laughs) No, of course, of course. Uh, And we'll get to your book and Aaron Judge in a moment, but obviously we need to start with what we saw last night, Domingo Herman, the the perfect game. And I don't know if you were there or not, but it's only the 24th in the history of the sport, at least in in the major leagues. Um, tell us about it and and what you know what this really means because these are fewer and far but farther between in today's baseball the way things are played. We've seen guys have no hitters um, and be taken out in the seventh inning because of a pitch count. I'm glad they let him go the whole night. Tell us your thoughts on it. Yeah, uh, and first of all, I, I wish I had been there. The, you know, they gave me the option of. Uh, going to Oakland or going to St. Louis on this trip. And I said, ah, three-game series at the Oakland Coliseum. What's going to happen? <laughs> I was like, oh, man, come on. <laughs> so I missed a perfect game. Um, you know, I made the wrong choice there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Herman was fantastic. And so I got to watch it from my couch just like everybody else. And um, I, I, what really stuck out to me was how efficient he was, how dominant that curveball was. Obviously, he was – Tearing up an Oakland A's lineup that is uh, one of the worst in the uh, certainly right. in the in the major leagues this year and in recent memory too. But look, uh, there's a reason we don't see these every day. Bad teams come and go. You we have bad teams around the majors every day, uh, every year. You don't see a perfect game, and there's only 24 of them in major league history, as you mentioned. We haven't seen one since Felix Hernandez in 2012, and so uh, right around I guess after he got through the fifth inning, I was kind of paying a little bit closer attention and saying, huh, something's happening here. And uh, then you start doing the math and counting outs, and you're saying, all right, he's got 12 more outs to get, nine more outs to get, six more outs. And then uh, once he got to the ninth inning, I kind of figured he was going to get it. Just he's facing the bottom of the order there. Uh, he still looked sharp. As I mentioned, the pitch count was low. He finished at 99 pitches, and that's the key. Uh, that's what you just mentioned there about guys get taken out early because of pitch count. Herman was so economical last night and really 
in command. I think he went to two three-ball counts the whole night. Um, so that's what you have to do in this day and age. Uh, you're not going to get the 170-pitch no-hitter of uh, you know Nolan Ryan back in the day. Uh, <laughs> you kind of have to do it the way Domingo Herman did it, and, uh, and that's pretty rare. Uh, you're not going to see that for a while, I don't think. So, Brian, you said that uh, you kind of saw Herman looking around the fifth inning like, okay, something special might be happening here. At what point in Aaron Judge's career or run last year did you look and see, all right, maybe I have the topic of a book. Like, Maybe this is something I need to really put down on tablet and make sure that the rest of the world can see this and put it in history. I tell you what, it was probably around July, right around the All Star break, because you look up, and I'm I'm not great at math, but I know that half of 62 is 31, and that's what he had. And I'm saying, <laughs> all right, at this point, like, could he? And so I started putting out kind of feelers and thinking about is there a Judge book or a Yankees book to be told here? And uh, they said, eh, cool your Jets. Uh, I don't think so, not right now. And then. Suddenly you get to August, and I remember the Yankees were in Anaheim, and Judge hit his 50th, and I was there for that. And uh, now, you know, you got ESPN, and all the national media is coming and following the Yankees around, and they're breaking in on college football games, and things is is really becoming an event. And every Aaron Judge at bat, you're getting silence at Yankee Stadium, and he hits these, uh, you know, everybody had come to see one thing and one thing only. And there are a couple opportunities. There are a couple games where he hits a double down the line. You hear from the crowd, oh, <laughs> it's like <laughs> uh, this was something that was uh, definitely took on a life of its own. And it was something I, I thought deserved a full exploration in terms of uh, not just what Judge did last year, which was fantastic, but how he fits in the Yankee history. you got three great Yankee right fielders, Dave Ruth, Roger Maris, and Aaron Judge, all of whom have held this record of single-season home run king at various times in their career, and just how different it was. Uh, I love doing the historical stuff, kind of comparing, contrasting, 61 years separating Maris and Judge. There were so many cool kind of parallels you could do between what Maris had to go through with, you know, 15 newspapers in the clubhouse, you know, pulling on him every single stretch of the way. And then Judge, everything he did last year was scrutinized by Instagram and uh, Twitter and, you know, the whole social media world. So I thought that it really came together nicely. I'm, I'm proud of it. Hopefully uh, Yankee fans and baseball fans will, uh, will really enjoy it. A big part of it as well was, of course, him playing for a contract. And really the only concern, it had nothing to do with his ability, but I thought the Yankees did the right thing because you just weren't sure with his injury history how much of it, I mean, he was healthy last year, healthier than he's ever been. How much of that was motivated by not just I want to get a new contract, but also I need to, I want to get this, you know, image of me always being hurt off my back and motivated to, to, you know, stay healthy. How much of of that played into last season for him? Well, he definitely has taken on uh, different ways to stay healthy. And, and some of his injuries, of course, the one we're currently dealing with, he ran through a wall in Los Angeles, and there's not much you can do about that. Um, you know, he's he's gotten fractured wrists from pitches up and in. There's been some other things like obliques along the way that he has tried to uh, change his conditioning to, to ward off. But, yeah, you talk about that contract, and I remember – I was there in the press conference room on opening day of last season, and Brian Cashman took the uh, very odd stance of uh, coming and addressing the media about a contract negotiation that was going on. I can't remember him ever doing that and laying out 
chapter and verse. Here's what we offered him. And I wrote down the number in my notepad, and it was $213.5 million. And I looked at it, and I said, it's a pretty good offer. Like, I think I would have taken that if I'm Aaron Judge. Uh, you know, that's guaranteed. You're set for life. And uh, credit to him because he looked at that. He said, no, you're going to pay me like Mike Trout, and I'm going to go out and prove to you how good I am. I'm going to have a $40 million season, and you're going to pay me that way. And darn if he didn't do it. Um, yeah, it was one of the best seasons all around from wire to wire, at least during the regular season. And we get in, his, in the book about – how much it took out of him down the stretch because he was gassed when they got to the postseason. And that's a whole other part of it. But uh, I, I just think that for the Yankees to not have Aaron Judge, and, and we're certainly seeing it now, how valuable right. he is to this team. Oh, we're living it right now. When he's not there, they're a completely different team. And so um, the nightmare scenario of him going to the San Francisco Giants and being on the third baseline for opening day in orange and black, uh, they just couldn't deal with that, and that's why Hal Steinbrenner had to give him the uh, the nine-year deal. And I, I think you look at that contract and how many nine-year deals really turn out great at the end of it. You know, you're paying for right now. And so whatever the future was going to look like, you couldn't have the New York Yankees without Aaron Judge. No doubt. You bring up valuable in terms of uh, you know his value to the Yankees right now. Steve DeSager just said a second ago that uh, – Shohei Otani's now got 29 home runs. It's June 29th. You said you felt like you might be seeing history when you saw 30 in July. So we're right there on track with this. But you look at the Angels and their team success. You look at the Yankees and their team success. I know valuable as it, everybody kind of has their own definition. It seems as we argue through across different sports. Do you feel that Aaron Judge is the most valuable player in the American League? Not this year. Last year I did. Um, obviously, yeah, the best ability is availability, and he hasn't been there this year. But I, I think that there's no argument to be made how he is valuable to the Yankees because if you take him off the Yankees, and obviously there's a reason they are watching so closely about when he can possibly come back. And what we're hearing is uh, maybe best case the first week of August. But uh, if he doesn't come back, I can't really paint a scenario for you where they win the World Series. And if right. he does come back, I can. And so I think that is how valuable he is. And there's so many different ways to, to look at valuable. And I can make a case for you every single year that Otani deserves to win the MVP because he's a unicorn. He's doing things yep. that literally nobody else can do. Uh, he's pitching and he's hitting home runs and he's doing both great. And so, uh, yeah, if I had... Oh, we, June 29, I'm going to say Otani's probably going to win the MVP this year. Yeah. Uh, as, but, uh, you know, we'll see what happens in the second half. I, I could certainly uh, see uh, see that narrative changing. But, man, Otani is special. And, uh, you know, it, just the fact that Judge won it last year doesn't take anything away from Otani because I feel like you can say he can win the MVP every single year. All right. That's Brian Hoke, Yankees reporter for MLB.com. Check out his new book, 62. Aaron Judge, the New York Yankees, and the pursuit of greatness about Judge's great home run season last year. It'll be out July 11th. Brian, thanks for joining us. Good luck with everything. You got it, guys. Thanks for having me. Yep. Uh, Martin. What's going Kyrie on? Kyrie is the the, the uh, Suns aren't the only team Kyrie's meeting with outside of Dallas. There's another team that wants to talk to him. We'll get to that next. It's a Martin and Chris, the odd couple. Keep it locked. Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. 
And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, it's the Odd Couple live from the TireRack.com studios. The fresh scent of Irish Spring and those sensational Irish Spring suds are just the reset you need to own the day. Irish Spring, when the spring hits you, you're ready. Pick up Irish Spring at your local retailer today. Martin, we start off the hour talking about Kyrie meeting with the Phoenix Suns. There are also reports that he's going to meet with the Houston Rockets. Uh, look, I will start by saying this. If a team, if Houston or some other bad team that has all the cap room in the world offers Kyrie the max, like a four-year max contract, more than Dallas or like a lot more than Dallas is willing to give him, he should go. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, he's won a championship. He hit the big shot in that series. Uh, he, I think he's a Hall of Famer. He's going to go down as, you know, an icon, I think, because of his handle and the respect and skills he has around the league, the skills that he possesses. Um, I mean, I don't think he's going to pro- – he's probably not going to win another championship even if he's with a good team. So, man, go get your loot. That's go at, get your loot. At this point, Kyrie is cemented. Like, you know, yes, his legacy right. is cemented. Like, he's only adding to it if he continues. But I don't I don't see a path in which, you know, adding to it really is something that's, that's feasible, right? In terms of right. unless again, they stay in Dallas, because I do think that Luca is a primetime playoff performer, right? So you can stay in Dallas, get a big around those two guys, and if if they can make it work there, I think that's the most feasible pathway, but I just don't think it's a logical one in general. But you know what, Chris? You've been uh, uh, crushing the CBA and the players. I think, from my knowledge of it, I think it affects the the high-end, top-end talent a little bit more than your average rank-and-file NBA players. Like I think that like a guy like Kyrie, who's been someone drawing a major salary for the longest time or max salary, right. that is going to impact them more than your standard rank-and-file 8th, nine, ten guys player on the bench. It feels a little bit better for those guys, actually. But Well, they've always – that's one thing the union, the players' union has done. Yeah. Always take care of the middle guy. Because, look. And but Martin, you you were young. You were a little. You were in your underoos at this time. <laughs> there was a time when there was not a max salary. I remember that when you could get paid as much as you could get paid. Right, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. This is back in the late nineties. His last two seasons with the Bulls, he made thirty and thirty three million dollars a year, way more than anybody else. It was kind of to make up for him having basically been underpaid right. the years before, but that there was no max. And so that was the big wigs take a loss, right? Because now we're capping how much you can make, and they help the middle of the road guys. So I agree. They That's one thing that they, the players, the stars have sacrificed, whether they know it or not. Some of them know it. Some of them may not well. even think about it. But they've sacrificed for the middle of the road guy, and it's a it's an interesting, it's a more interesting conversation. We have more time in the in the segment, but I wonder just the when you see Chris Paul and kind of that that the banana boat 
kind of controlling the the NBA PA or having a major influence in the NBA PA when before it seemed to be more of a rotational NBA player that had been in the league right. for a while who had been the team I believe it was Garrett Temple the third who was the president prior to Chris Paul somebody who'd been on like five or six different teams had been in the league for quite some time but it, it, you just got to go back to Edith and Archie Bunker from the beginning of the segment if you want to talk about Kyrie being impactful those were the days way back then, okay? Way back then. Do you it's think Houston should want him? I, I don't even think Houston should want Hell him. The no. guy, I'd be going for Fred Van Vliet, which no, seems if, like what they're doing. If I'm That's in the, the Kyrie business move. legitimately, I am looking at the teams who remember when Russell Westbrook was on the was a, a buyout candidate. The Lakers were trying to find somebody, and it's like, where do they park this $47 million? Right, I think that's the list of teams that Kyrie is really going to be attractive to. Teams that are trying to like essentially rent out their cap space for to, for future down the line. I don't think anybody looks at this scenario not as talent, but as scenario, and sees this is a winning scenario. I just don't. I just can't see it. Yeah, like I said, I, I think, and I think you agree with me. He's going to end up back in Dallas. Yeah. If I'm outside of the Mavericks, the only team, if I were a bad team, but I don't have like young talent, like Houston's got young talent they want to watch develop. Orlando's got some young talent they want to see develop. Um, if I just am bad and I really don't have young talent, but I need to put people in the seats, right? that's when I'm looking at Kyrie. Exactly. Outside of that, no. We got an hour left. Y'all know what to do. Keep it locked. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.